Welcome to the Mediumship Sisters podcast. Follow our evolution as we explore spirit, share stories and teachings in our soul's path. We are your hosts. Emily and Paige. Welcome everyone. It's just Emily and I today. We are um we we go back from the beginning of our journey where we really connected when we talked about really difficult mediumship readings in our in our early development. We wanted to come on and just share that today with everyone and and how we bonded together, really talking about some of the difficult subjects with mediumship because it's not all great readings. Sometimes they're very difficult to deliver, um, yes. to see, to sense, to feel, and um, how to navigate that. So we wanted to share that with people today. So it's a little bit of a darker episode maybe, but um, yeah. I wanna give a shout out, of course, to Sierra and Mariana who can't yeah. be with us today. It's just summer and kiddos and schedules and work. And right. sometimes it's hard to get us all together, but. Paige and I felt very called to record this. And I have to say, even as we've been talking about it here, just a little bit in the prep, I am just covered in, in spirit bumps. So I know yep. this is a really important discussion and I am so excited to talk to you about this because yeah, early on in our development, we truly bonded over some of the difficult readings that we had. And for people who aren't far enough along in their development, or if you're wondering how to continue your development, I think Paige and I both came from a place of, I wanted to do, I had this number of like a hundred practice readings, right? There's this idea that you just want to practice and practice and practice. And I'm not, I'm not charging for these readings. That was part of my development, just as I learned more about the skills, right? And so part of that was finding people in my community that were willing to let me deliver messages for them, knowing that I wasn't, you know, a professional at this point. Right. So yeah, I had a very interesting reading. I will say, I'm not going to share too many details about it, just from a place of privacy for the family, but I, I connected to a, f- a friend's father and I had no idea how he had passed. Um, but I brought forward a lot of evidence surrounding his work and kind of the day he left and that it was a sudden event. And what happened was, and of course, afterwards, she told me how he was, uh, what happened, how he left this earth. And while I didn't at that point get the imagery behind it, I definitely got the feelings. There was a lot of intuition I picked up in my body. So now you're dealing with this person who's grieving. Their loved one was taken. I'll just say it was in a crime. And that is such a difficult place to navigate. I am not someone who has I'm blessed beyond belief that I haven't had this occur in my own family. And so to talk to someone and talk to this customer, this client, this friend from a caring and open space was so new. And I know I reached out to you, Paige, pretty much right afterwards. And I was like, what are we going to do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And how I just want to kind of talk about this topic in mediumship because I don't think it gets covered enough how we never know who we're going to connect to. That's the beauty of it, right? You never know what you're walking into. Right. And when you're faced with something that is, it's just a horrible act, how it affects us as mediums, how it affects the message we're delivering, because you do kind of walk this fine line of 
you know, how am I going to deliver this? <laughs> Does this person know? Cause sometimes people don't even know how their right. loved one passed. Exactly. How much detail do you go into? It's, a, it's been very interesting in development, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I reached out to you. I remember too. I want to say it was like, know right away like March I think or whenever we started like kind of really delving into practicing a lot it was spring last year Mm -hmm. but um and I had a week where I was getting um traumatic events it was kind of like I was learning and developing and then I was kind of working on my references and how I pick up things and started practicing like like the same as, you know, like, like we do to really work on our skills, because we have to learn how we connect and see things and pick up things. And then we have to kind of be the interpreter and figure out how to say it in the right way in order to get the point across in the right way. But we want to be very careful and kind and compassionate because like you said, these people might not know their story, the story of this person, they might have a like yours was a crime. So that was like an unsolved kind of mystery. Like they didn't know what happened and we could see things or we're shown things that can help with that. But then we like, what do we show? What do we not show? What do we say? What do we not say? How do we say it Um, is, is not always easy. And I think the more you practice, if you can practice in a loving, you know, circle or with people that are know that you're still working on your process, it helps a lot because then you can kind of navigate those. Um, cause it is, it, it can be, it can come to a point where you can do it with a little bit more grace, but at first it's a lot of shock, like, especially when you're learning your gifts and how you connect. Right. right. I remember, cause I see a lot I could see the images. I could see what was happening. I could see um, how someone took their life. Um, This was one story that was really, I was practicing with another medium and um, I was doing three connections that day. And on the third connection, or I said, you know, who, who would you like to hear from? And she wanted to hear from this certain person. And, um, I didn't know. So I connected, kind of went into it. And um, the person showed me by mannerisms and different things that um, he was ashamed of Mm -hmm. how he ended his life or how Mm -hmm. his passing came and showed me um, drugs and alcohol. And he showed me um, depression. I could see all these things. And that's hard to talk about if someone it's hard to like deliver in a respectful way um it's it's doable obviously but it's like you have to learn that kind of tact to do it in a certain way and i could see they didn't show he the the spirit didn't show me how um his image of his death like the actual image of the death but he showed me how he did it and he told me that he took his life Mm -hmm. so i saw like an actual image of a noose hanging from the ceiling in my mind. And I didn't want to say it to the person. And the person's like, just say it, Paige. It's okay. Like say what you see, because you're, I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, she was kind enough to let me practice with this person. She knows the story, but I didn't know the story. So she's like, let me validate for you what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So I said it, I said, okay, this is really hard for me to say, 
And I, you know, it took me probably five minutes to get it out of my mouth because I was like, I can see it. And I kept saying, is this, you know, am I seeing things? Is this right? But yeah, so I saw a noose and then I knew that the person's mother is the one that found him uh-huh. hanging. Uh-huh. So I knew those, and those are details. Those are, that's evidence, right? It's right. Evidence right. Knowing this story but it's very hard. So there's like no undeniable that that was evidence for this person, but it's very hard to talk about, very hard to get out of my body because it's, I'm feeling some of those emotions of this person, the, the, the confusion in his brain or the, the, right. Because we're picking up his feelings. Yes. On top of yeah there's so many layers right so we're we're reading for someone who's maybe in grief then we're tapping into a spirit that had grief and then we're trying to feel it in our body so our body's picking up grief and then sometimes we cry when I've I've given readings where I'm just starting I just start crying and I'm like and this is like I don't like to do that (laughs) you know I'm (laughs) like I'm a I like to keep my stuff together but it happens like the emotion just comes out um, and it's okay. You feel better after, like if, after you get the information out, it pa- does pass, but it's like a transfer of that energy, that sadness, that emotion. And then you have to relay it. Um, do you ever get, um, apologies? Cause I will say I have also connected yeah. with a gentleman, um, who took his life, unfortunately through hanging. And it was, I felt it more like I felt the pressure around my throat and around my neck. And I was hard, had a hard time breathing. Yeah. Um, but I generally, if there's involvement from spirit in the way that their life ended, I get sorries, multiple mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I think that's so interesting because even before they show me or talk to me about what happened, I will get this extreme remorse. And for me, I've, I kind of have even moved away from seeing or feeling so much of the detail around it. I mean, I still need the evidence, but I don't need to feel right. Um, the sorries are a huge part of. Yeah. I noticed too, like if I connect with someone and they're, it's because I do have a clairvoyance. I can, I mean, you know, I, I see kind of a scene. Mm -hmm. Um, it does my, my clairs do shift a little bit. Um, time to time, but typically I'll see, you know, I might get a, a, um, a feeling of who it is, but then I get a scene of what's going on. And so I can see the person not looking at me, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So they're either looking down and, you know, even when you meet someone, if they're not looking at you, they're, they're hiding something, they're ashamed, they're um, embarrassed, they're, they're um, kind of hiding themselves a little bit from you. So I can t- sense that that image to me is also another layer onto my feeling about him not showing the, um, being a little ashamed of what they've done or how they ended their life. Um, so I, I see that image. And then once I tell the story and I understand from their perspective by, you know, tapping into their feelings, them showing me a little piece of their story, maybe their angst or what they were going through. I can see like the mind confusion or them having like almost a battle within themselves. Um, and like this one specific person was, you know, just needed to get out of here. You know what I mean? And it, it wasn't a, 
against anyone. It wasn't about anyone. It was their own battle. And it was, it's sad, but once you kind of say, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, my mom found me, I'm sorry that, um, I couldn't get help or I couldn't stay sober or I couldn't do that. But I see now they show it, show me now I'm like covered in shivers in this conversation, <laughs> but like, I see now that, maybe I could have reached out more or I'm just so sorry that that, that I did it that way. I didn't mean to hurt anyone. I mean, they are sorry. I mean, they are, they don't want people to think that it was about the other people in their lives. They really want to own their decision. I found that over like across the board, there's no, because when you pass and your soul evolves or whatever, you don't hold on to that. It's a part of you, but you see beyond that now. And they recognize I, I didn't do things the right way, or I really want to say, I'm sorry. And that, um, and then, then I see in my mind's eye, after I kind of tell the story, they actually start looking at me and then their messages, they start smiling and they start, their messages start, I'm totally covered in shivering, but my, <laughs> the messages start being about the client again, about um, how they see their client, how they know and watch over them and how they love them and how even though they're not here anymore, they're still with them. And those are the beautiful moments after that really hard connection. Yeah. I mean, really hard. Yeah. So I will say the gentleman I connected to, he was um, victim of this crime. And I, I read for both um, a, a child of his and also his spouse. And to connect to the same spirit twice at that point was completely new to me, not something yeah. I've ever done. Yeah. And the interesting aspect was how different his messages were for his child versus his significant other. And how much more detail he was willing to share with his spouse than he was with his child. And I just was at such a beginning stage in my readings that it's overwhelming. I have to say, I actually was a little energy sick from that reading for a few days. Um, It took me down because you're bringing through, I mean, there's no higher emotions, I think, than that between someone who was taken from this world it's one thing if if the soul chooses at that moment to take their life but a yeah it's just but a crime a crime crime. you know a traumatic death that wasn't or even killed in a car accident and it was not your fault i've i've connected with that now too and it even feels different than you know if i was driving and i take responsibility but being hit and taken Mm -hmm. yeah delivering messages to clients under these circumstances is just, it's, it's double-edged, right? It's beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. such a healing gift. I feel so honored and blessed to be able to deliver these messages, but so hard for me on a human level to come forward with these difficult emotions. And I don't know if there's a way for us to talk to our client ahead of time and say, you know, I don't know who's going to come through. I don't know how we're going to connect. Like if it's bad, I'm sorry. Right. It's yeah. It's a, it's a difficult place to be in. I think all the way around. Right. And I, I yeah, I mean, I know that I, I've uh, connected with the same, like uh, a car accident. So it's like, or someone that was, um, also drunk driving and went off the road and passed away. Like one that was um, 
I believe he was texting and driving and then one that was drinking and driving. Mm -hmm. So I think neither of them intended on killing themselves, right? But it happened that they got in an accident and they died because of, you know, actions that were, you know, timing, the timing of everything. Mm -hmm. And it is a different, um, because you can see that they're like, we didn't want to go. We weren't ready to go. Cause it's a totally different, um, soul, you know, passing, you know, they are like, right. oh, they, they, they almost, um, they almost have more connection. They want to keep connected with those people because they're like, right. I cut short, I was cut short right. in this life. And they had um, unwritten chapters that they, yeah, really right. And so they, that. so they're usually in those kind of readings, there's like a lot of, um, evidence of them with the messages that they see of the other people, mm -hmm. their clients and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's so many, um, it's not easy to navigate. Like, um, I know now that I start working with real clients, like <laughs> real people that are looking for mediumship, you know, it's one thing when you're practicing with other psychic mediums, it's, it's still hard, but they're in the same field. So they have compassion for how you're picking stuff up and they want to validate you and stuff like that. And I know clients also want to validate and get a good reading and everything, but sometimes it's a little bit diff difficult because you have to um, be very careful about how you word things or um, deliver the message in a very safe, soft way. Um, and you almost feel like overly, like, I want to help you feel better. Yeah. You kind of spend more energy, more energy trying to yeah. get that. And that's when we can get a little bit like, um, cause we want to send them love at the same time. So we're like depleting ourselves. Because we're feeling it, right? We're, we're feeling, feeling it. the love coming yeah. in from yeah. our loved one. And right. it's like everything we can do right. to pass it through us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you want to, you know, say, say what they need and in, 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 respect to their feelings about it. You just want to make sure you just want to do a good job, you know, and it's not hard. I mean, it's, There's it is an hard. Extra level of pressure. Hard. There's yeah. an extra level of pressure there. I think there is in these scenarios where, you know, we have grandparents that passed or parents that have passed and it's, yep. you know, they led a beautiful long life. Yeah. Not to say that's any less difficult. No. But when someone is taken in, in such a traumatizing way, yeah, there's so much more energy that comes through it. And as a medium, learning and navigating how that affects us has been huge too. Yep. Yep. For sure. I know I connected, I was in a, this was another medium that I was practicing with. I think I was um, in Tony Stockwell's class, but we were doing like soul and mediumship kind of, kind of con combined. And so he's like, okay, for the next exercise, we're going to have the person tell us who they want to connect with. So, um, or, or no, we were supposed to tap into an emotion. I'm sorry. We we're tapping into an emotion of a person. So like tap into their emotion and then tell their story. Like, don't try to get their evidence, get the evidence through emotion is kind of basically what it was. And so I started talking about this these, I had, two, I'm like, I have two spirits, but they have the same energy. One's like an uncle and one's a younger boy, like 18, 19 or something like that. And I said, they have, they're showing me that they both have like the same kind of mental struggles, but they're both on the other side and they're for you. And she's like, oh, one's my uh, brother-in-law. And then she's like, one's my son. And I was like, oh, geez, you know, like oh. doing a child, a reading for someone who's lost their child. Right. So 
um, so I said, okay. And so she's like, it makes sense that they both were in turmoil. And so I kind of gave evidence, you know, that he was kind of um, having a hard time navigating and he had this like inner perfectionism and he wasn't feeling like he was ever accomplishing things. And he ended up taking his own life, which is just, I mean, what do you say? Like, what do you say? Right. Like, so I'm like, please, you know, I can't remember his name. I want to say it's Andrew, but I'm not, I'm not sure. And sh she wouldn't mind if I shared anyways, but, um, I was like, what, what do you want to say to your mom? <laughs> you know? And so he had this beautiful, yeah. he had this beautiful message for her, which was like incredible because I didn't know her because typically in these practice sessions, when I take workshops, like I kind of just get thrown in a room with some random person from somewhere in the world. And I don't know them. Some people I've gotten to know and they're beautiful, but right. this lady, I didn't know. And so I didn't know the story or anything. And so I was like, okay, well, he's showing me that he works with you. Like he is one of your soul companions. He's one of your spirit guides. I feel like he is always there when you're doing readings and he's bringing you things in nature. And I'm totally shivered right now. And he's, he's helping you with your intuitive path. And she, you know, validated all of this and it was very beautiful, but it was a very painful ending. Like she misses him daily. You know, he was young. I mean, like 18 years old, just at the, the beginning of his life. And, um, and I said, he's, he's showing me, um, that he's has evolved being there and he wants you to continue your relationship, but he wants to know, like, keep, bring him in, like, call him in, like invite him every day to your readings, to your, you know, your work that you're doing to your everyday life, because he's there. He wants to actually I think one of his problems on earth was that he was very intuitive and didn't know how to manage his feelings because were they his oh, feelings yeah. were they other, other people's other feelings oh you know what i mean right so he was <laughs> conflicted that way which is a very common thing to have like not knowing if yeah. it's mine or yours and so he says now i said he's showing me the, that he's like this gold angel and he has like these giant golden wings and he's showing me that he is your spirit guide he is someone to, for you to call on the rest of your life. And he is wait. And when you pass, he is waiting right there. He's going to be the first one there. And like, I'm just shivering with this, but he, the reading was tragic, meaning talking about it in the beginning, but the message from the spirit was so incredibly beautiful that he was just engulfing her in these like angel angelic wings. And that he, I said, he's showing me that he's like this beautiful gold color. And then she validated whenever I see him in my mind, I picture him. He is a gold angel. And it's like, okay, these, all these things oh. are, are um, bigger than all of us. You know, these messages right. are beyond what we can even imagine. And it's so amazing. Um, the presence of spirit and our loved ones, when they pass, they are still with us. And it was an incredible, very hard reading to navigate mm -hmm. through because he did have depression and different things. Um, but that he's showing that he has evolved on the other side. And now he is her anchor. He is someone to help her. And I said, and maybe this is the whole reason he was here was to be this for you in this life. And then in the next life, you're going to be something for him, you know, like flip flop, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we have many lives together with these soul tribes. So it was like an amazing reading, but it was very hard to navigate when you talk about someone losing their um, child, um, in a very tragic I find way. It, 
find it interesting how many times we deliver a message like that. And like you just said, she's always saw him as a gold angel and here he's presenting himself that way. Mm-hmm. So the idea that when we get as a, just not even as a medium, just when you're missing your loved ones and you see something, you feel something when you connect with them, don't discount that because yeah. it's valid validated for me far more than it's not yep. that that's true. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's beautiful. I yeah. Love I mean, it's, it's, it is hard, um, you know, to navigate the, the readings that are really difficult like this, but to know that if you can get through it and navigate through some of those pieces of evidence with a little compassion, but we are supposed to just be the conduit, like the delivery, you know, like we're, we're given, you know, information to present. We just have to be a little bit graceful in how we do it, you know, mm-hmm. kind, Right. Um, and then if you can keep going and getting through that little difficult piece, you get this incredible message, um, that can come in and really, really heal that person. Mm-hmm. I remember really early on in my development, this was, oh gosh, probably summer, early spring, 2018. I was doing some automatic writing mm-hmm. and just kind of jotting down what came to mind. And I got a full apology from this gentleman took his life. Um, he brought forward a few other pieces of evidence, something about a valedictorian and Mm -hmm. these little pieces. And I just sat with it. Like, this is, where did this come from? Right. This random bit of information. And for some reason I was drawn to, we have a friend who lives in a different state and I knew just in that moment that his wife had lost her father recently. I knew nothing around the circumstances, but I really remember feeling so called to deliver this to her. And I thought, well, I, I'm not going like, right. Not. It's like a Wednesday at two. I'm not going right. to call this poor girl out of the blue, but I remember right. reaching out to her husband and this was like the most awkward text I probably ever sent. I'm like, Hey, I'm seeing this class. And <laughs> I was so far in the spiritual closet at that point, like no, right. Right. And I just said, I feel like this is for your wife and this is what I heard. And you know, if it's nothing, please completely disregard, pretend you never heard from me. I will go back under the rock from which I came. Right. (laughs) And I just remember he sent back. That's very interesting and called me within, I don't know, a minute and a half, probably and said, you know, have you talked to my wife? Do you know how her father passed? I was like, no, I have zero idea. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to tell you, this makes a lot of sense. And she's not ready for this information yet, but I will pass it on. And I thought, wow, what? Yep. Not only was it a gift for me, it was a gift for him, a gift for the father. And it's this, yeah, I don't know if it was the right thing to do. I felt called to do it. Um, I have talked to her a little bit since then with just a few little other pieces, but um, it's interesting when spirit eggs me on, it's hard to set that boundary about where, how much information do you deliver if it's not being asked for? Right. Right. And I think that's part of this traumatic issue too, because I have found a lot of times when a soul died in a traumatic way, their energy coming through to connect is for me, it feels four or five times more amped up 
Like they are trying so hard to get this evidence through. Right. And if they've gone through that much effort to, to connect with me, I feel like it's a disservice almost to not at least put some piece of the evidence forward. Yeah, for sure. It's, just, it's an odd space to be right. in. It is hard because you're like, oh, that's why I like called you a couple, I don't know when it was, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> about your grandmother. My grandma visited you in the shower. Yeah, in the shower. <laughs> I was like, sorry, Emily, but your grandmother came to me in the shower, but you know, I knew you'd be open for it, but it's, it is weird. Like I know I meet random people and sometimes I get yeah. hits off of it. And I, it's like, okay, I always say like, okay, spirit, if you really have to, like, I might not be the medium that your person wants to work with. But if I am, there'll be a perfect time sometime, you know, yeah. yeah. Sometime or ask your person to, or ask your person to make an appointment make, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or to, to even just talk to me about like, well, right. what do you do for a living or right. something right. to bring it in? Right. Which I find, I, which I find happens more and more now, like actually saying like, oh, I do mediumship. And they're like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I don't know why I have like this stigma that it's not like, I still feel for myself to, sometimes to hold it back. Like I don't just blurt it out to everybody because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, I mean, it's for me, it's private and sacred. And I feel like it should be right in the right time, right place to talk about, mm -hmm. but I am feeling a little bit more like, okay, this is more people need this mm -hmm. and more, and we should talk about this a little bit more. And like I said, even talking about this situation, this topic about having really difficult readings or traumatic readings, um, just talking about it because I know tons of mediums have gone through the right. same thing. And, right. if and especially when you're developing. And yeah. When you're developing new territory. Ooh. Yeah. Cause you're learning like your own language, like if you're seeing things, if you're hearing things and you have to trust that the information coming in is, is not just the bad show you watched on Netflix the night before. Right. It's like real. <laughs> right. It's real. And like the automatic writing helps some people, um, you know, writing stuff down, doodling, that kind of thing, and just putting it out there. Um, because we're we're the conduit. So it's like they're giving it to us. It's in our body system, in our energy field, and we have to like kind of get it out. So you could either go say it or write it down. So sometimes in a reading, if you're having having a lot of things going on, if you write it down, even though and then you're kind of like saying it a little bit slower than it's coming out on paper, but then you can kind of discern it or have your mind kind of help you say it in a nicer way or a gentler way, or you know what I'm saying? Navigate it without yeah. like blurt, blurting out like noose or gun, or they shot themselves, oh, you know, like, funny, you know, but I understand what you mean. Yeah. You don't want to say yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. You want to say, you know, you know, and some mediums don't talk about, or they, you know, make their boundaries with spirit. Like, I don't want to see anything tragic or they don't want to, you know, they want to, uh, come at it in a gentler way and, and you, you know whatever those boundaries yeah it's, yeah. it's completely individual what feels yeah. Comfortable. yeah very individual yeah I mean I don't mind um seeing it I don't like feeling mm -hmm. like heart attacks and that kind of thing so I think I I went through a phase where I was like okay spirit show me all those feelings and then I got like heart attack and like different weird oh, brain I got a oh, Parkinson's and I was like oh, feeling like I was drooling and I was like this is really weird like my lips were swollen and I felt my whole body felt like it was like um nailed to the ground like I couldn't pick my feet up and I was like I don't know I mean this is interesting that you can feel these feels but I'm like I think I need more of just the knowledge of it 
just yeah. to kind of let it go in because it does take a toll on our bodies when you feel the right. feels. Right. Don't you think? Because I do. Yeah. I, I do. I remember having someone come through that had like this massive brain aneurysm and it was like a migraine on yeah. steroids. And you think, oh, <laughs> my poor head just went through this with you. Right. And yeah, it's, it does take a toll. I agree. The best thing to do, you know, is to cleanse at the end, but yeah, each medium has to figure out what works and what doesn't work and what feels good and doesn't feel good. And that's, yeah. Why in the beginning, those two, three years of development are so important as we're yeah. figuring it all out. Yeah, definitely. Everybody is so unique and individual and it does change and morph a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like we I know that I think I got comfortable doing things a certain way for maybe like three months. And then all of a sudden it kind of spirits like, okay, you're ready for a new kind of experience. Or I might say, Hey, I'm feeling really confident about this, but I want to work on my clear audience or, you know, you want to work on some of your other clairs um, to kind of balance out things. I mean, I like to, I love hearing yeah. Um, songs or messages or actual phrases that they said or or names I don't always get names but um like maybe someone something that they called their person you know like a nickname um I love hearing I think that's beautiful um you just have to get out of your mind because you can't hear when you're thinking <laughs> or at least I can't I don't know yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a beautiful mediumship is so beautiful but there are some really really hard parts there are. And I, I would just encourage anyone who's, a, you know, beginning or has reached a level where they're starting to get some of these more difficult messages yeah. to just reach out if you have anybody else in your community. And of course we're always available to feel free, yeah. but yeah. just to kind of talk it through, because I know how important our early conversations yeah. stage in yeah. navigating some of these difficult readings. Um, but to know that, you know, spirit is obviously picked you because they feel like you can deliver this message, believe in yourself, um, and yeah. just bring forward the evidence in the best way you can. And truly, I think you'll be held in light. Yeah. And yeah. If you come, come to it with a really sincere heart, with an open heart that you're here to do the best you can to help that person get that message. Um, spirit knows that your intentions are good and they try to work with you however your clairs work. And um, like, I think we, you said way back, I think um, not everybody, we're not a medium for everybody, but there's a medium for everyone. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. We might not be everybody's medium, but there is a medium for everyone. For everybody. You yeah. know, um, and maybe someone that you resonate with or that you feel comfortable with is someone to start with. Um, definitely. And I think too, in, in development, you definitely need other peers to practice with um, right. or friends, um, but other mediums can give you, you know, um, it's, it's almost um, okay for us to like, not criticize each other, but like help, you know, give each other like yeah. constructive criticism in a right. good way. Like, Hey, that was really cool that you got it that way. And um, you know, or just say the hard thing. I know you've yeah. seen it, just right. say it. Right. Yeah. They're like, just say it. We know it's, you know, we know it's a hard thing, but just say what you see so that you can learn yourself. Like they give you permission to like learn yourself, which I think is a, a beautiful thing. Um, and I know more people, just regular people have these intuitive abilities. Um, cause we all are intuitive. Everybody is, we're all able to do this. It's like just practicing and like 
muscle, work in the muscle, like yeah. um, spidey senses. Oh, Paige, thank you for today's chat. That was great. It it was fun to revisit some of those early days too. And yeah, yeah, as always, if anybody has any questions, please feel free to reach out. We're always here. Yeah, we're always here. Reach out and hopefully, um, yeah. So we might have a couple episodes where not everybody's with us um, as as the summer goes because everybody's busy, but we just know that we've wanted, Emily and I have wanted to share this since way back, since the beginning when we really had these deep conversations. And it is important to talk about the hard readings because um, mediumship isn't all love and light. There is some really uh, difficult things to get through. But if you can do it and, and work through that, you can get some beautiful messages for people and a lot of healing comes through. Absolutely. So, I, some yeah. of our my most healing yep. readings, I would say, have been some of these most difficult ones. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone, and see you guys next time. Next time. Thanks, Bye, everyone. Thanks, Paige. Thanks.